Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reese, a show about living your very best life. So every time I'm planning a show, I think about what's a topic that's going to be relevant and important for people to hear. And a topic that shows up really in all relationships is the concept of what personality type do you have? I mean, you may not wonder what type you have, but you may notice, like I see couples, and you may notice that often people fall in love with someone with an opposite personality type. So you may even know it as someone who's like very high functioning and go, go, go versus someone who's laid back. But in psychology, they do actually have classifications for these types. And to my surprise, when preparing to, for the show, I really was planning to just talk about uh, type A's and type B's, which is the ones that most of us know about. But I did not realize that now there are four classifications, A, B, C, and D. So my goal today would be to go through all of them to talk about the pros and cons of the personality types. And really, we're going to get to the fact, can you change your personality type, which, um, spoiler alert, not so much. Um, but what can you do? And which personality types are more prone to diseases than others? Things like that. Um, I couldn't approach a topic like this without bringing on a specialist. And we are so fortunate to have Georgia Dow in the house. Here with me, psychotherapist, uh, expert in anxiety, relationships, uh, personality styles, uh, my partner in anxiety videos, and of course, a dear friend. Welcome back to Straight Talk, Georgia Dow. Hello. Thank you for having me. It seems like it's been ages. It has been. How's your summer going, Georgia? It's been amazing. Yeah. It's been you amazing. seem like you've been having a great time. I, I have. have to say. It's, it's all I'm yeah. Yeah. I, I've been really excited. Have you been in a type A summer or a type B summer? I have done both. Oh. I have done both. Oh. I've done the type A summer and I've done some type B summer and I enjoy both. Right. Right. Okay. So I love that because I think that you and I have talked and like another spoiler alert, we've talked about type A personalities being the movers and shakers and we've included you in that personality type. And I certainly definitely include myself in type A personality type, which has its downsides, which I'm going to get to. Right. But what you're telling me you do is that you integrate some type B personality traits into your fundamentally type a personality yes and I, that's key by I'm, the way i'm tempering the sword that's the key that's you see we're at like segment three on segment one because <laughs> that's where you want to get to where georgia yeah. just got to the summer and we'll we'll ask you about your summer and try to see how you did that but not without going through these personality types so actually um in doing my research I was surprised to find out the personality types like type A, type B only got determined in the 50s. Yes. By two psychologists. Yes. Yeah, by the names of Friedman and Rosenman, who were studying coronary heart disease. I looked this up as you well. You did. I well, did. How because good you are. It's funny because we use this a lot because it's an old way of dealing with personality types. It's not really used that much. It works really well for anxiety, and that's our that's our field specialty that we yeah. deal with. And that just it, it's a really nice divider. So we do that a lot, and so. It's, it's kind of funny because I researched, I went like, we've heard about this for so long. Where actually did it come from? And it came from them studying how personality type could relate to who gets stressed, who has like more heart disease versus others and where it's at. Yeah. 
So these type A personalities, let's start with them. Yes. See, the thing is, type A's are labeled as competitive, ambitious, impatient. Oh, it was so funny when I was reading this, if I may just give a little <laughs> tiny disclaimer. So when we talk about type A's, we're type A's. So yeah. when I speak, of, and we I'm need to confess immediately. A. Yes, right away. So yeah. that is my bias to it. Um, and when I talk about type A, I heard these traits, which are true, but they have them with much more of a negative twist yes. than I say it. And yes. I went... Oh, because it's really funny because being my trade, I see a lot of this impatient, always having to do something moving, agitated, more aggressive, as I say them in different ways that seem much more positive to it. Which is but, another show, right? It's yes. how we see ourselves and exactly. we tend to put, at least if you have good <laughs> self-esteem. Yes. Which is actually, you do have good self-esteem, yes, so you're putting well, a very positive spin. Yeah. So you're not calling yourself aggressive, ambitious. You're calling yourself that, that hard working. I, hard work that I'm dedicated <laughs> me too that I um achievement oriented would be the word that I would use to it right these are still they're very right. very true and I am those things as well but it was funny how I usually even when I give talks on it I put this more positive, positive twist onto right. it and I shouldn't it's my own bias well I don't know it's it's you know <laughs> you have another type a like, right. no, it's not, <laughs> bad. not so bad right right so the th- I guess the thing about type A's, and you know, I was looking up some of the, there's a whole bunch of quizzes to see if you're type A or type B, and one of the questions they repeatedly ask is when you're in a lineup, how do you deal with that? So type A is so relaxed. Yeah. So relaxed, it doesn't yeah. matter. Right, yeah, no. right. <laughs> no, I'm trying right. to, I'm already planning before I hit the lineup. Right. Which line is the right, shortest right. line? Right, Well, you know, you and I have a big story on that. One day we'll share it on Straight Talk about how we are not good at waiting in lines. Mm-hmm. It's part of our friendship. Anyway, so type A's are... Competitive, that's right, (laughs) and I loved you too. Competitive, ambitious, impatient, aggressive, and fast talking. Yeah, it's not a pretty sound, but as George always says, and I agree with her, they are movers and shakers, and they are great people to hire in jobs because they're very, they do their work, they take it seriously. As long as you're not working under them, because they can be hard to live up to because they have high standards. What are you saying about me? I do believe you do work (laughs) for me. Uh That is true. I think that might have been that. Well, I'm type A as well, so I don't mind it, right? Yeah, I just have to clear up on the air if that was a dig at me I just wanted to know at least we entertain you okay so type B's which they really make them sound so great are relaxed and non-competitive and easygoing and it sounded so good in the research but of course we're also going to talk about the downsides of type B's but they do tend to live the longest lives Mm -hmm. and they and we'll talk about that where type C got very interesting is that type C the C stands for uh conscientious and compliance Interesting. Ooh. They're complicated. They're hardworking, but they become <clears throat> apathetic when faced with stress. Ah, okay. Avoidant. They don't. Yes. They're an avoidant A. Yes. Ah. Yes. Right. So, and I'll get to D in a moment, but just so we know, type A's are more prone to high blood pressure, coronary heart disease. Um, they get involved in a lot, whole bunch of stressful activities with deadlines. They have a tendency to rush to finish activities. They tend to be a little perfectionistic, maybe just a touch. Just a touch. They take things seriously. They're determined to reach their goals, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing, I have to say. Um, and here it says they compete constantly against others and themselves in all situations. I don't know. I mean, I think that the... You're not competitive at all, right? Well, I play to win if you're making fun of me, but yes, I, I don't am. care if I lose. It doesn't bother me. That's true. That's yeah, true. I'm okay with it. So I was wondering about that. So I wondered if maybe I'm very competitive with myself because we, you're very competitive. And mm-hmm. when we play, generally you win every single game. Let's, let's, let me put, put this on the air. I don't think I've ever won a game against Georgia. And I think I take it in stride. You're very good. Yeah. So I think I'm okay with it. But what I don't understand are type Bs who say things like, I'm just playing for fun. 
That for a type A is very hard to understand. I mean, it is fun, but you should play to win, shouldn't you? Uh, that's my thought. But you see, we're, there's two type A's talking about right. that. Well, so. Maybe I shouldn't have brought you on the show. Should, you I should have brought on type B. And you no, should have. You should have. Oh, God. We're having way too much fun today. <laughs> it's a summer straight talk. Okay. So um, they also like recognition and advancement. That and they true. tend to be very alert, by the way. They have mental and physical. She's on a roll today. It's not the comedy show, Georgia. It's straight talk. I'm sorry. It's just it's summer and joy is just. I'm. I'm joyous. Really wonderful. Okay, so just so you know, uh, 50% of the population is considered type A personality. And that is because, especially in North America, it is a learned behavior more than anything else. And we do live in a society that puts a lot of um, reward on competition, success, etc. So we are creating a lot of type A's. And I'm going to tease for later segments because you do a lot of work with parents of children. And I know for a fact a lot of those parents come in saying, I want my type B child to be a type A. Oh, I just had that happen just uh, the other day. Right, So we're going to talk about that because our society, and I also talk a lot to crowds about the fact that we live in a society where accomplishment is considered happiness. And the research does not support that, by the way. Accomplishment is not linked with happiness. So we actually, I wasn't sure we'd have a lot to talk about, but it seems like we have a lot to talk about. Yes. Accomplishment actually is a great feeling. It might increase your bank account, but it is not linked with happiness because you're only as good as your last accomplishment. Very good. Okay. So um, what are some of the downsides of type A? Well, Georgia mentioned one of them right off the bat, which is a field that we're in is anxiety. Okay. Type A's get anxious, particularly if they have to wait. Um, They get stressed out when their to-do list is not completed in a given day. They tend to be a little overwhelmed because there's a heightened set of urgency. And they have a hard time saying no to responsibilities. They they always have to have something on their plate. If something comes out, they they feel good by extrinsic sources, right? Doing stuff, achieving things, titles, names, stuff on their... You know, they're, after their name, the stuff they've done, that is kind of like where they feel their worth is. Right. Not generally great sleepers. I know you're a good sleeper, but I know type A's are generally not great sleepers. I had to work sleepers. on that. Right. I was not naturally a good sleeper. Oh. No. You had to work on it. Yes. So we're going to have to talk about that. That's yeah. sleep hygiene. So yes. for type A's, if you're listening so far and you're saying, oh my God, this is me. Yes. Don't go far because not only we're going to go through the other personality types, but we're going to talk about how to make the best of your personality type and how to enhance it. For example, are you a type A that has trouble sleeping? Georgia's got tips. We have tips. We have ideas for you. There's things you can do. Oh, yes, the video. That's a very important point. So we'll talk about that. Um, So, yes, they tend to be motivated. They become leaders. They get a lot done. Um, They're great at planning things. They're great at decision making. But what about these type Bs? I want to talk about them before we take a break, and then we'll come back and start to talk about C and D and how do we take the best of all worlds. So type B personalities tend to be more tolerant of other people. Um, They're more relaxed than type A's. They don't talk as fast as type A's. Um, They're more reflective. They experience lower levels of anxiety and display a higher level of imagination and creativity. Uh, Sounds pretty good. They're laid back and relaxed. They're not aggressive. They're calm. They're patient. They have a lot of self-control. Sounds like the dream. It's, It's not that bad. It's right? not that bad. It's not that bad. Type A and Type B have some really great traits, but they may not be as achievement oriented. If you have a child, they may not be working as hard as they could on doing something because they want to. They may only be doing that when it counts or strategizing to that or 
just doing enough just to get by, and that's fine for them. There's two things I wanted to say before we take a break about this, about type Bs that surprised me. One is that, did you know that type Bs are known to be very social? Because I did not anticipate that and love to be part of a large group. See, I don't, I, I wonder about that. I read that as well. And I wondered if that's just, type As and type Bs can be very social. It, it just really depends on if they're extroverted versus introverted. Right, that's and I think that factor. that might be something that is different to that. Because I, I definitely see extrovert, like type A's that are introverted and don't really want to hang out. And I see the same thing for type B's. Right. So, but generally speaking, that is, that's why they have that C and D category because the mm. C's and D's are not so social. And the other thing I want, you were talking about how good it sounds, but they get in trouble type B's for not following time schedules. Well, mm-hmm. they tend to procrastinate things, do their work at the last moment. So I know you're listening and thinking you might be married to a type B and how annoying it is. I know I, I've had couples this week in my office and I see it very quickly. One is like on that tight schedule and one is live and let live. They get into all sorts of trouble, but there's good news. Mm-hmm. Your opposite partner could be like your greatest teacher. We'll be right back. And we'll talk more about that on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back. I'm speaking with Georgia Dow about personality types and how they play out. And there's a couple of things that came up in the first segment I want to get back to. So first of all, if you want to join the conversation, uh, you can call us at 1-866-472-5792, or you can always email us at info at helpforanxietydepression.com or text us at 1-514-796-4357. Okay, so Georgia, we did hit upon the fact that type A's sometimes have trouble sleeping. And you did mention 
um, the video on sleep. So first of all, since we hit upon that, why did we do a video on sleep? Because it's so pervasive. Uh, sleep issues are, are it's, you're taught how to sleep well. If you don't have good sleep hygiene, or even worse, you have bad sleep hygiene, it seems to be something that can become pervasive for the rest of your life. And if you don't sleep well, you don't feel well, you don't heal well, your anxiety goes up, your levels of aggression go up, it affects your entire day. It's vastly important. And now a lot of the studies are also talking about how Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and dementia are linked to our sleep habits. Wow. So it's a big deal. So um, as a type A personality, you said you had to teach yourself and use the term sleep hygiene, which until I went into the field of psychology, I'd never heard of such a thing. You had to teach yourself good sleep hygiene, Mm -hmm. and that changed things for you. So in spite of being a type A, you are a beautiful sleeper now. I'm a a very good sleeper. I'm not always beautiful. Sometimes I still have, if something's like really spinning, I have to really work at um, not cycling through my thoughts, not trying to solve problems in the middle of the night. But pretty good, yes. And you're saying, and of course I agree with you, that really people have to learn good techniques to have good sleep. And as it happens, you either come into a session with a therapist or a professional in your local neighborhood. You can learn those very quickly. Or they could also just learn get, on a video. Just get Yeah, just get the video. It's How? like, just go to anxiety-videos.com and take a look at our session on sleep. It's like really 45 minutes of all the best techniques there's too many techniques to do right away. Pick three or four, do three or four each four to five days, add them in, find the ones that work for you. These are techniques that you and I find have worked for us and all the studies and science has shown it. Did you know that, you know, since I go a lot of places with the videos, did you know that our sleep video is one of our most popular videos? Did you know that? I, I did not, but it makes sense. Yeah. It's such, it's, you know, everyone sleeps. And, and very few people sleep well. Yeah. And people have a lot of typical bad habits, like, example, looking mm-hmm. at the clock. And, yes. You know, I, it's not a good plan. Anyways, okay, plan. we're going to yeah. move it along. But that's very important. And also we're going to get to this idea of how do you integrate a bit of each personality type. Mm-hmm. And the research shows that you don't really change your personality type. And that I, I think that's going to be important for us to talk about because I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves to become a different personality type. And I think that's, that's, that's hard mm-hmm. because I don't know that I could become a type B. I can integrate type B tendencies like meditate and even doing yoga for me is very type B because I'm very goal oriented. It's not goal oriented enough for me. Right. But I've learned to love it. It's not my natural tendency to love. I'm more like finish line girl. Yes. But I think it's I need a contact of, yoga. Right. Right. But I think it's a little bit of self-hatred to try to make yourself a different personality type. Would you agree? Yeah. I, and I, I think it's something uh, I have a lot, as we spoke before, yeah. parents that come in trying to have their kids become more motivated and hope that I can make their children care more and want more and do more, more quickly and, and really have an internal want for that. And I can't do that. That's not going to change. You tell them that. I do. Yeah. I, I'm very direct. Yeah. And it, it's almost always a type A parent that wants their child to be more motivated to that. And if their child cares about something deeply, they will care about that. But you can't make someone do that. You can't make someone care. Your level of how much you care about stuff or don't worry or don't is pretty hard set. And that's why when you're talking about it being cultural, the it, it's innate to how much they want to conform or please or become what would be iconic. That is a very type A trait. And those type A's will conform to whatever society has deemed as good or right or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera to that. It's already internal to that. I think it's a very important point because 
I think our society in some ways really rewards type A personalities. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why parents come in complaining about their type B personality. And the thing is that as much as it's hard for me to admit this, because I'm a type A, type B personality types are much considered much less prone to disease, mm-hmm. much less prone to anxiety, mm-hmm. and generally have better qualities of lives. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to admit that as a type A, but that is the truth. There's really not that much downside to being a type B. I mean, again, they can be very irritating to a type A. Right. But you wouldn't want to have them as your partner. Or your brain surgeon, necessarily. Or your, your, your brain right. surgeon to that. If you're doing something that would be a very type A project, right. you'd want probably another type A. But they would also not get on your nerves, be much more compliant, be much more easygoing, whereas two type A's can really butt heads. Oh, it they can sure become can. difficult because type A's also can be more headstrong yes. and, and stubborn. And, and leaders leader. and two leaders trying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm going to briefly go through C and D because I think that's interesting. Just interesting. So this is what we know about type C personalities. They are also perfectionists. They tend to take things very seriously. They dress very neatly and they work very, very devotedly. Here's the interesting part is they go into the deep details of things and they strive for accuracy in whatever they do. They follow rules um, and they're very dependable. They're deep thinkers. Here again is another little twister. They're emotionally repressed. Isn't that interesting, right? So they're unable to express their emotions, feelings, or needs to people. These are the true introverts. And you'll never showing them, see them showing their anger or being ecstatic about anything. They're just very kind of flat. Huh. They tend to ignore and deny their feelings and maintain a kind of rational, no-nonsense, unemotional demeanor at all times. So Sounds we've like all people that are from England. <laughs> yeah. My family's from England. I can but there's say that. a lot. We've met a lot of people like this. Yes. And I think it is interesting because... They type C's, it's like you said before that I, when we weren't on there, you said it's like type A's with avoidancy, use some psychology lingo there, is that they're not assertive and they're not good at expressing their emotions. So, by the way, they are the most prone to illness of mm-hmm. all the personality types. In particular, there's evidence of certain cancers as a result of the fact that they become so stressed in challenging situations, they, you see, the type A can express their emotion. The type B can probably also express their emotion. The type C holds it in. Hmm. Uh, but they're intense, but they don't look intense because they're not assertive. Right. Isn't that interesting? Yes, which will cause a lot of problems because you don't know when something bothers them. So you're right. going to be stepping on their toes a lot, which is going to bother them, which then they're not going to share, and then they're going to be more bothered with time, and it just kind of feeds itself. Yeah. Yes, that can be really damaging and being married to someone that's like that you don't even know if you're hurting or bothering them right they have a hard time to deal with that conflict of having that uncomfortable conversation yeah and you don't even know that they're so intense inside now the thing is the reason that they're prone to sickness is interesting is the immune system because what's happening is they're suppressing their wishes they're doing things for other people and the immune system responds by attacking themselves instead of defending their immune system because they can't say no to other people and they end up with a lot of illnesses or disease. So something we really have to think about if you're in this category. I'm going to mention D just to have it all out there and then we can play and, around. And that can, be, that can be worked on, right, Sandra? Oh, yes. That's what, we're, that's what I'm trying to rush through this because I want to give with you the RX. Like, what are the solutions? How do you make it better? Yeah. So if you have that, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay, so D stands for distressed. 
Oh. Yeah, it's the hardest one. They have a tendency to experience negative emotions across time and situations. These are the people that seem very, very negative. They're anxious. They're lonely. They tend to be quite traumatized. Mm. Um, they have a very prone to anxiety and depression. So that would be a lot of people who we see. Um, sometimes they don't know that they have anxiety or depression because they're so flattened down. And they're also, again, not social. And that leads to some of the problems because they don't behaviorally connect with others, Mm. which leads to a lot of distress. So I wanted to play a little game about this just to get people to think which personality type they are. And um, if you think that you're a yes on these questions, I'll just ask a few questions. You're probably an A. And if you disagree, you're probably a B. It's as simple as that. (laughs) Are you pressed for time at or after work? Are you? Yes. Yeah, me too. I do. I, I, I feel like, you know, I want to go as quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you always take work home with you? No, not anymore. I did, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That and a, a yes would be an A. A no would be a B. Do you eat rapidly? Do you More eat? rapidly than I should. Right. Yes. Okay. Do you have a strong need to excel? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty quick. <laughs> do you have trouble finding yourself time to get your hair cut? That's an interesting question. I actually, I actually do, because my hair grows massively long before I will do it. Um, and, and that's a question on, do you cut out the things that are for you? Yep. And I do. Yep. Do you feel or act impatient when you have to wait in line? Yes. Okay. And then you won't like this question, but are you bossy and impatient? Uh, you know what? You I want like to see yourself no, that I'm way. sure that it's true. <laughs> I, I, it's probably a yes. My husband would probably say sometimes I am, uh, but I, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. okay. I got you. Okay. So very quickly to see if you're a type D personality, are you often irritable? Do you tend to keep to yourself? No. Do you tend to hide your feelings from others? No. And do you often feel gloomy or down in the dumps? Because no. those are things you're going to watch. So um, the personality types, again, type B, laid back, easygoing, patient, calm. Um, and they tend to roll with the punches. The type A is a little bit more go, go, go. And they tend to be prone to stress-related illnesses, whereas type Bs are not. Type Cs are very passive. They avoid conflict at all costs. And type Ds are quite anxious. They avoid disapproval. And they either seem stressed out or depressed. So, um, Georgia. Yes. This is nice to find out this information. But like everything in psychology, you and I, one of the reasons we are so close is when we first met, we always found that it's not enough to have the information. It's what do you do with it? And how do you use this to your advantage? You know, how can I use my type A in a good way? And how can I integrate some type B personalities? Because it seems like type B does have a lot of perks. There's there's a whole bunch of benefits to, to being type B. It's easier to be around. You're calmer. You're relaxing. You're relaxing state for other type A's to be around as well. You see two people that are that are feeling more with more neurotic about something. It's usually you're building upon each other. So there's a lot of benefits to if you are type A to integrate type B. And there's a lot of things that our culture doesn't really fully. Um, want for people that it's actually really healthy and good yeah well that's such an important point yes. as a matter of fact you're coming back next week and you're talking on that topic you don't even know am that. I? what am i talking about you're talking about the importance of relaxation oh. which is not a type a concept they most type a's that come into my office actually will say i don't know how to relax or i can't relax not even to watch a movie I remember years ago, I'm married to a type B, and I remember years ago saying to my husband, what are you doing? And he said, I'm relaxing. And I, I was like, floored by the fact that that's something one does. <laughs> that's a thing. And he's my yeah. greatest teacher, because yeah. like, now I understand it's so important to put relaxation in your life. Yes. So 
we can't change our personality type, but we can integrate the best of all these worlds. So when we come back, we're going to talk strategies. How do we do that? How do we integrate relaxation? How do we lower the standards? So on and so forth. So we'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So I'm quite enjoying this conversation with Georgia Dow, a psychotherapist at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression, my partner in anxiety videos, which is a lot of these videos are about this topic. And I'll be honest, and I think it's probably true of you, is my journey in the field of psychology, you know what they say, the teacher has to learn the lesson, is I've had to integrate a lot of type B personality traits into my life to make my life better. And I think you did too. I think you you admitted you've taught yourself a lot of these things. We talk a lot about relaxation strategies on the DVDs and the importance of them. And when I speak to people and people say, well, you know, do I have to do stress management techniques? We're all only as good as our stress management techniques. So um, do you find that the majority of your work and what type A's can take away on type C's and D's is how to integrate a lot of these things to you know, maybe keep the best of both worlds because I'm not sure I want to become a type B personality. Is that okay? Yeah, totally fine. Uh-huh. And I think, that I think the balance okay. is, is where you want to go. Uh, there's one piece that we haven't really talked on that I, I notice, at least from my work uh, with type A's, is the, and I think that this comes from a lot of the negative effects that we do to ourselves, is the levels of negativity of our own self-talk. Mm. And uh, I work a lot also on that, on being, it's okay, it's good enough. You don't have to always do it perfectly which Which i think type a's A's, don't say that they they don't never gonna even when i say that i see them even if they They don't say it 
there's like a like what like no that's not all right like it seems to be that one's really hard hurdle what right. about what do you see well thanks for asking um i see the the question i always get is and the fear and i'm sure this is yeah. true in your office is that if i lower my standards yes. i'm going to become lazy and complacent and i always come back with the answer that type a's never could become lazy and complacent no. No. and so i had to teach that to myself too as my to-do list used to have 45 items on it and every day i'd feel like a failure because I was never able to get through the 45 items. So the research shows that the strategy there is to put through two or three things on your list. Now, a true type A, hello, will say two or three things. Are you kidding me? That is not nearly enough. But if you lower it to two or three, you get them done, you tick them off, you feel so good about yourself, you move on. You want to set up your day to be a winner. And type A set themselves up to be a loser, and it did not make me more complacent. Yes, and they think that if they are not being so hard on themselves they won't achieve that much right and that is a true belief that right. if i'm not always doing if there's even if there's space on my plate i'm going to stick something else on there because they get a lot of their feeling of being good from achieving things yeah. not from being yeah that, and that's the difference that between again, a, that's very important yeah the type a's get a lot of their feeling their self-esteem from doing things yeah. and achieving not from being and i think that the type b can feel good about being, not having to always be doing. Just hearing you say that makes me sad because I really think that that what you just described is like the crack cocaine of psychology mm. because if you, and, and I certainly was raised this way, so I certainly understand and I think that's why it makes me sad, is if you're taught that accomplishments, you have to keep like accomplishing and then you're going to feel good about yourself, you really are a hamster in a wheel. You really, you're only as good as your last accomplishment. Exactly. Exactly. It's that. very, it's, it's not good. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's really a drug habit and you want to get out of that. So how do you do that? Well, I think that it's, it's a hard set. I, I don't think that it's an easy thing to be able to not be achieving because type A's really feel that their achievements are themselves. That is part of your ego. Um, it is what you carry around. But then think about what happens if you get really sick or you have to take off time off or something else or you decide to instead of you know your career which you loved which was who you were you start to raise your kids or it can become really damaging also because what if you lose that for some reason and you never want to put your self esteem in someone else's basket yeah that's a really good point too because i'm thinking of a family member who when her business went not well it really really hurt her because that was like her, you know, gold medal. Yes. And yes. I think you're bringing up the point that externals, and this is another one of the secrets of life. Yes. Is externals can't be linked to your happiness. Internal has to bring your happiness. And but type A's are taught that externals are the answer. Yes. So how does someone listening start to do this? So A, they have to try to lower the standard yes. and trust that that will not make them lazy and yes. complacent because yes. they and won't will, get lazy. But it will hurt at first. It will feel it uncomfortable. It will feel, yes, uncomfortable or painful yeah. because you might feel that you're failing just by lowering your standards. Mm-hmm. So already you're taking a little bit of a self-esteem hit because always doing better and more is where you get wrapped up and then the parties are more and more lavish every time until you know you don't have money to be able to deal with this. Yeah, I really feel like I had, like I was in the office quite a bit this week and I really feel like everyone I spoke with would tell me stories about a party that it wasn't, they couldn't enjoy their own party because it wasn't lavish enough or an event, it wasn't done or the, the door of the house wasn't done properly, whatever it may be. And 
unfortunately, those that's the problem is when you don't let go of those things, really miss the joy of life. Yes. So it's a choice, right? It is a choice. And it's an active process of being able to let go of that. And you want to be able to say, I'm, it does. It, it's good enough. It doesn't have to be perfect. You control your happiness. You control where you put your emphasis on your life. And you want to keep it to, you know, your family, your health, your, your, the people that are around you, what you're doing with the time that you have, and make sure that you make the most, mess, most of that, not on everything that's external to that. So uh, for people listening who classify themselves as type A's, um, and they're saying, I can't change, that's not possible. Uh, that's something that I hear in my office. What do you say to that? It's 100% possible, and, and especially for type A's. The wonderful thing is that type A's really can integrate type B traits. It's, it's probably the, out of all of the personality types, types, because you're so motivated. If you want this, if you want to become more zen, you really could. How do we know? Because you will do whatever you have to do. If given the right steps, you will walk that path. Even if you feel, I don't know if I believe it, you will try it out, you will do it well, and then because of that, you will be able to do that. And as two, I consider myself like reformed type A, and now I'm like A with like, you know, Bs, yeah. little bits of B in there. Um, I, I did it myself. Yeah. And it, I'm not going to say it was always easy or comfortable, and sometimes I'm like, this is kind of hokey, but okay, I'll do it. And then suddenly the magic kind of happened. So it's 100% able to let go of certain things that you're holding on to, but you need, then need, and it's a very psychology kind of thought, but you then need to say, well, why did I have to hold on to this so much? Why was I not good enough just with me? Right. And I think you brought up a very important point, uh, the act as if concept, because a lot, like I just had this conversation with my own child, is a lot of times people will say, but if I tell myself it's good enough, that's like so, I don't believe myself, like that's a lie. Mm -hmm. And the thing that people don't always understand is that when you tell yourself something, even if it feels like, I don't really buy that, if you keep going with it, your brain has the plasticity to adjust. Mm -hmm. So I was talking with my child about a story she was telling herself that was really not helping her. And I said, well, why not try a different story? And she's like, well, I can't do that. I don't believe it. And I said, but you flirt with it. And that's the act as if concept. And a lot of people say it doesn't work to act as if, but actually the research shows unequivocally it works. And the reason that you thought that in the first place, this lie that it has to be perfect, which is a lie because perfect is impossible. So that's in self, you know, it's a lie. The only reason you believe that is in the first place is because you've been told that from yeah. the media, from your family, from the things around you yeah. anyways. And then you get so. deep. Who, in whose interest was it for someone to tell you that? Mm. Definitely not yours. Yeah. So deep. another thing I was reading in the research that in integration you can do as a type A if you want to bring in a little type B or if you're a type C or D and you want to bring in B is to learn to laugh at yourself. And I thought that I was like such a that. great strategy because I think that's like one of my favorite qualities in people. If you could laugh at even your type A personality type, like that would be good. Yes. I, I, I think sometimes of my life like a sitcom, things go bad. Like, at least it's entertaining. Yes. You know, you want it to be bad enough so that it's like, you know, this will be at one day. It'll be a very funny story. Maybe not today. Right. (laughs) It'll be a really funny story. But that that does take a lot of um, ego strength to be able to laugh at yourself. What is ego strength? The the ability to accept that that you don't have to be perfect in order to like yourself and that your flaws are okay. And that, you know, that's the thing is, so when I, as I said, I see a lot of couples and one of the couple might be very hard on the other person. I explain to them that that person who's being hard on you is that hard or not harder on themselves. So the thing is, if you can let go and laugh at yourself, you're also a lot more pleasant to be around because 
people can't live up to it. You see, that's the that thing. That is true. And you can be hard on your others. It's a very hard thing. It is very to hard. To live with someone that's perfectionistic and yeah. you're constantly coming up short because yeah, everyone's showing them the error. Of the, yeah, that's the thing. We all make mistakes. Short, yeah. 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 So how come some people are able to learn this concept so much better than others? Like there are clients who come through our doors and you said you've done it. I, I believe I've done it too, uh, to integrate these concepts. And some people really know they won't move away from that very rigid style. What do you think is the Achilles heel there? Um, I think it is probably their own self-talk is my thought to it is that they don't, they need this for some reason. There's some sort of secondary gain to being perfectionistic or to be a hard on others or a fear of something that they fear that they will lose, that they'll fail or they'll screw up or they'll, they'll, that voice that tells them that they're not good enough, then they will fulfill that. I, that's my main thought to it. Do you think of a, something different to that? Well, I, I really agree with you. And I think that sometimes, and it, it fits with your answer, I think there's a stubbornness and there is still a lot of people who believe personality is fixed and cannot be changed. And the reason that somebody will have that belief system, whether they're aware of it or not, is it kind of lets you off the hook. Whereas what we're saying is saying, no, you're not off the hook. You have options here. Right. Like then I don't have to change. You don't have to change. Everyone else has to change because I'm just going to stay this way. That's right. You were born that way and that's your personality. So it's a bit of a, it's a cop out. Right. Right. It's a bit of a cop out. And I think like you said, there are payoffs, but I think it's a position of arrogance a little bit, if I could say, because it's saying that my way is the right way to be. And And type A does have the arrogance. They do. Because we can both say. Yeah, because they're very responsible. So when I see someone being irresponsible, it's very easy for me to slip into like, how could they be so irresponsible? And what I learned over the years is that I might even be jealous of the fact that they're being irresponsible because they gave themselves permission to be irresponsible. How could they do that? Oh, but then I realized if I'm jealous, then maybe I need to sometimes be irresponsible. I find I've really done it lately a lot because I find I'm forgetting a lot of things. And that's always a good sign for type A. A, It's like when, when I make a mistake now, although it's not great news, it, I'm kind of like, Oh, I think I've really done this because I'm not I'm not I'm not crossing my T's and dying my eyes as much and the world hasn't crumbled no and my life feels better and I think that for type A's letting go generally you will feel better so George and I are very much recommending uh, integrating some of these strategies some other strategies for somebody to start on this road okay so this one's an exercise and you will not like it if you are type A which is do everything slower Oh, boy. Everything. Very oh boy. slow. The waiting in line, go to the longest line. Oh, could you do that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can. Okay. I can. I've done it. I did this exercise. You I did didn't it? like it at all. Go into the store and walk really slow. Take your time and just be. And I always say to myself, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. Oh, I, and I and know you do. I do. I do that one. And I go into the longest line. I let other people in in front of me, which also not type A. And I get the most lovely response. And read a magazine while I'm standing there. Take my time. Put out my groceries slowly. As I rush, I put them on on top of each other so that they're all there. So it's done, right? So I can get on with my life. Why don't I enjoy my life right now? So try to just be in the moment. Mindful. It's a mindfulness exercise, but do it slow. And do everything one thing at a time. Begin it. Do it slowly. Do it well. Enjoy each moment and then complete it before you go on to the next thing. Because type A's also are multitasking. We think we can multitask. No one can multitask. We are single parsing units. Not 
multiple parsing units. We cannot do multiple things. We just do many things badly than one thing well. I love this exercise, and I think that this is going to be our challenge. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I actually have tried it. When we come back, I'll talk about it. Uh, Maybe not the lineup thing, but let's take a break and think about that, about whether you could try it. I'll talk about my experience when I do stuff like that, because it's definitely true you do feel better. Um, And we'll bring it all home after the break. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So, um, having a conversation with psychotherapist uh, Georgia Dow on personality types and how to take the best of the bunch. She was asking me before the break about an experiment that she recommended for all of you of slowing down, maybe waiting in the longest lineup, doing things slowly in a mindful way. And she was asking me if I could do it. And I was saying that I don't know that I've done the lineup one. I have to work on that. Um, But I've been doing it a lot in the last few months. And um, I have to say for people listening, it feels extremely unnatural for me. And this is what I mean when people say they can't change. Well, you said something is that it doesn't come without... A price. Yes. It comes yes. with a price. Like I've made more mistakes this year than I usually do, which I'm not happy about. And you're about. probably not as fast at no, doing it. No, right? but I feel better. Right. Right. So it's so you have to decide, is it working for you? Now, being type A pleases a lot of other people because they know that you're always going to be and hyper-responsible. You do, you do more work for yeah. less time. So yeah. you also are, to an employer, you know, you're much more efficient. You'll Absolutely. destroy yourself to get everything yeah. off your table at the beginning and end of the day. Yeah. But it's at the cost of your health. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that feeling unnatural is okay. And it's probably always going to feel unnatural for a type A to do a type B type of behavior. But 
it's a bit like learning how to ski. It gets easier with time. Mm -hmm. The slowing down becomes easier. Doing these things become easier. And a lot of it is the work that you and I have done to help people with anxiety, relaxation strategies, breathing strategies. Are you guys doing them? They are so important. Would you agree? I do. I think that if if you practice, like you want to practice this, so the breathing exercises, you do them in the day, then when you need them, say at night when you've woken up in the middle of the night or had a bad dream, it's natural to you because you've been practicing. And I think that it's hard to practice because they're boring. They're not exciting. I don't find them exciting. Maybe some people do, which is wonderful because it makes you feel good. So if you can get off of enjoying breathing and feeling more calm, wonderful. I find them, eh, I do them. But as an exercise, I find them dry. When I need it, I find it life-changing, though. Yeah. And that makes the doing a dry exercise every day so worthwhile. So you do get it back later. But if you don't practice these things when you need them, they won't be there for you. It's so true. And, uh, you know, I, I think of the breathing and the relaxation strategies. There is a way to breathe yes. that will affect every cell in your body, every your mood, lower your chance of Everything from the common cold to a panic attack. But that just sounds hokey, Sandra. It does. I know. But I know. How, how, how can just breathing, because I breathe every day. That's what my people She's tell me. She's being facetious, just so we're clear. Yes, yes. Okay. It's, but it's what my people actually say. And I right. think that probably a lot of people yeah, listening are saying. I almost feel a bit guilty, you know, and when I teach, I do a lot of training of other people. Yes. And it almost seems like it is too easy and too good to be true. Yes. I think that as humans, sometimes we don't trust when things aren't super complex. But mm-hmm. actually, um, our nervous systems, we have two of them. And our parasympathetic one, which is our rest and relaxation system, is clearly linked with longevity and health. Yes. And breathing properly can turn it on. Yes. So people need to learn how. I didn't learn how until I was training to be a therapist. And I thought, my God, why don't other people learn how? I think you and I have tried our best to bring it to mainstream to by doing the videos to get it out there so that people can learn yes. what it is to breathe. And it's not just take a deep breath, right? No, 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 it's not. Though when people are nervous, you'll see if I say something that has stressed someone, they're trying to do their breathing. You can see them go... And they're trying to, to reset the amount of like oxygen to carbon dioxide and calm your body down. You're trying to, but it's without the proper skill to do that. So you want to learn how to breathe properly yes. with an expert, um, with someone guiding you. And that is, again, something that we wanted to create an easy way for people to learn it. Like you said 45 minutes before, but I think that's another DVD that we have that's between 50 and 60 minutes. Another very popular one. I think it's session one, to be honest, on anxiety-videos.com. I'm mentioning this because I know people are going to write after the show, I want to do it, but I don't know how. So yeah. you don't have to buy our DVDs. No. Please don't feel any obligation or any push. But if you do want to learn how to breathe and relax, you, there are ways to learn it at a very inexpensive price. It's such a small investment, and then you can integrate it into your daily life. I certainly, as you said, I don't love practicing my breathing, but I use it enormously. On the DVD, actually, you and I, when we're doing it, I remember this. We taped this maybe three years ago. I remember you going, gosh, that feels good. It does. It, and it does. really feels good. And I use it for my scuba diving. I use it when I go to martial arts. I use it before I give a talk. So it's not just for 
for levels of anxiety through the day. It's also for skills. If you're a long distance runner, you're using it. If you do sports, you're using it. If you do theater, you're using it. If you're a singer, you use this because it calms you down. And if you're stressed, you're also burning through calories. You're making yourself more tired. You're not feeling as good. And after we do the breathing, I always can hear in my voice that my voice is lower pitch and slower after I do it. And that's only when I do one or two breaths to show others how to do it. That's how effective it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it lowers your blood pressure. It's good for your health. Like really, it's amazing. It charges your immune system, all sorts of things. So we ended up on that topic in relation to uh, personality types because integrating relaxation strategies, breathing's one, but relaxation's another, is part of integrating some type B personalities into your life. And type A's are not good with that. No. They're not good with that. And they may never know. They may always be tense. 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 Yeah. Okay. So we're getting to that point in the show. So I, I, you know, I guess what I want to put on the table is what is our takeaway from all this? So, yeah. And I was wanting to ask you a a small question. Sure. What if you have trouble with sharing your feelings? Yes. How, how is a good way to even know what you're feeling? What, what do you tell Uh, people? Oh, you're good. You're so good. Uh, She's prompting me to talk about a strategy that I use quite often and I tell people to do, which is you have to check in with yourself. I love this. I love this. I know you do love love it. I think it's really life changing. Well, it was my life changing because I did not grow up learning about how I felt. I learned about what I do. And many of you listening share that in common with me. So I said, oh my God, how do I know how I'm feeling? And this is what I did is I asked myself throughout the day, what do I feel right now? And what do I need? Yes. Okay. So for example, hmm, I'm tired. I might need a nap. Right. And you see, that was very foreign, a new yes. language to me. Yes. Um, at first, when I'd say, what am I feeling? Many people listening are going to have this. I had no idea. Right. Stay with it. Yeah. Stay with it. Yeah. And then eventually, you know what you're feeling. Yeah. And, and you, you might know. even want to have pictures in front of you or go through, am I sad? Am I happy? Like, yes. You might need to even say the different feelings till one kind of comes to you, which is totally fine. But I think that that I give to a lot of people, by the way. Oh, do you? Yeah, a lot. A lot of people. Good. A lot. Quite often to help them start to be in touch, especially if you're a caretaker, you're not caring for yourself. You don't know. So I tell them to check in through the day so they are aware because how do you know what you need if you don't know how you, you feel. feel. Well, beautifully said. Feelings are your emotional guidance system. Mm. So I'm going to give you the last word, Georgia. You said that your summer has been going great. You are a type A personality, but you've been integrating type B into your summer. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, playing video games, watching TV, laying on the couch, sleeping in, having full days where I'm not getting out of my pajamas uh, and just enjoying Is it. there a part of you that as you're doing that has, is there a little voice still that comes up like, no, oh my God, oh, you, you've none, gotten rid of the none. voice. The voice is like. Dead. Yeah. The yeah, voice yeah. is dead. Oh yeah. This oh, is like, oh yeah, it. tomorrow I'm doing nothing and I have permission now to do it and I feel it's my right. It's your and right. I'm taking this. Yes. Wow. Yes. wow. So that's how you yes. do it. That's a type A personality. Because I go on vacation, I need another vacation. I'm going to make sure that I give myself those days of nothing. Type A personality, Recharge. integrating type B person, type D, type B personality traits into your life and making it happen. Georgia Dow, as always, a pleasure. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming on Straight Talk. Thank How can people me. find you? You can, um, <laughs> go ahead. There's a number. You There's can, a phone number. Yes. Which you don't know. Right? Okay. No. She doesn't know the number. 514-777-4530. Helpforanxietydepression.com. And on the anxiety videos, you know that. That I do know. Anxiety-videos.com. 
Thank you, Georgia. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I want to thank all of you for being here this week. I invite you to come back next week. Georgia will be with me. We're doing a really important topic, which fits right in with this, how to relax. Um, My name is Sandra Reich. I promise I'll help you learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life. <laughs>